you to take another look. Visit catholicscomehome.org today. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of We Sing Our Faith, and I am very delighted to be spending some time with you today here throughout the country and in a very special way in Maryland as we welcome Matthias Michael to the program. Matthias, welcome. Hi, Julie. Thanks for having me. I am so, so grateful that we've been connected. I love your music. And just being um, newly introduced to it, I- I'm already a fan, I have to say. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> now, as I ask a lot of the folks that we have the privilege of hearing um, on We Sing Our Faith, what part of your Catholic faith do you think is most expressed in your music and ministry? I think the, the, the common theme, uh, particularly with, with the album Amplified, is the importance of community. It really, um, it really hits home on, on the importance of community and the importance of uh, praying with other people mm-hmm. and the importance of having uh, a strong community of believers to worship with. Um, so particularly you can kind of hear that theme uh, mostly in the song Amplified, you know, Courses, singing out, we are one. The revolution has begun. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say, yeah, amongst the community of believers is a really important aspect of my faith, and I really try to portray that through the music. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. Well, as he has already mentioned the title track, let's take a listen to this song, and then we're going to come back and chat for quite a while yet with Matthias. But for right now, let's listen to Amplified. Oh. Friends, we are called All for one and one for all To mend our broken streets To serve among the least
I, I love the energy in your music. And it's, uh, you know how sometimes you'll hear, well, you sound like this person or you sound like that person. You sound like a Matthias. <laughs> You've got a very distinct sound. Tell us about that. What? Where is your background in music? And um, fill us in a little bit on that. The music's kind of always been a, a constant in my life ever since, you know, ever since I was born. My dad was a, uh, a musician in the army. Um, he was a conductor, and he played a lot of classical music, jazz music, uh, a lot of uh, band ensemble music. So I grew up around a lot of that. That was that was probably my earliest. But as I grew older, I started to, to kind of uh, listen to a little more rock and roll, a little more secular music. Started getting into that, and then after that, I was kind of introduced into the contemporary Christian music scene. So a lot of like Matt Marr stuff, uh, Chris Tomlin stuff, and I really liked the idea um, of being able to play music that. Um, to me, as as a youth, sounded cool, but was still, you know, a way I could actively live out my faith. Anyway, that's kind of the the, the way I was influenced growing up. Um, as far as stylistically goes, being in the studio with uh, with Rekindle Records, we really kind of I have a I have a strange voice, <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of took us a while to kind of harness that and find a style that kind of me. Uh, but it's a process. We're still learning. Um, you know, this is my first record with Rekindle Records, so. Um, we're kind of learning each other, and they're still trying to, to find a style that really suits me. So hopefully we kind of got that amplified. Oh, I think so. I, I definitely think so. It really, like you said, it, it lets the style of who you are come out. And uh, part of that style is obviously a life in music. Um, as you said, your dad was very involved. And that had to have been an interesting life, too. Uh, were you So you were raised in a military family. Did you travel a lot? Yeah, really, um, especially in... Um, Elementary school years, we travel a lot. I think that kind of goes and it connects back to the the importance of, of community to me. Um, you know, being in a military family, you're hopping around a whole lot, so you, you got to change friend groups quite a bit. And um, how do you usually make friends? You find you find people that have things in common with you. And my family always kind of found a sense of belonging, community, and family that's in the church. So that was really good to be exposed to early on as well. I think. 
That's awesome. You know, it's it's funny. Every time I have the privilege of of meeting someone in the interview, I am amazed at how the Holy Spirit connects our lives. And when my husband oh, yeah. and I, when we were very first married, we lived five years in Germany, where he was part of the army, and uh, and our kind of our common base of living our Catholic faith was sharing music um, on the post, you know, on, on the different. Right chapels and it was so nice to have that common thread of just music being shared and now all these years later our son is now in the air force so he's in san antonio as we speak so yeah so it's a it's a beautiful way to share share a life and you know and that deep root takes us to our next song and i love this traditional hymn but i've got to say i love the way that you sing it so tell us why you recorded come thou font of every blessing I actually wasn't super familiar with that hymn um, until I recorded it. Um, I knew I wanted to do a couple hymns on the record. I'm a big fan of uh, kind of connecting old generation with young generation. Mm-hmm. And I do that by reviving old hymns a lot of the times. So I had already, I'd already been familiar with How um, Great Thought, which is on the album, but I wanted to do another one. So I started talking to my family a little bit. My sister, actually, she's one of my biggest spiritual role models. Um, she suggested come out now. And, um, you know, as soon as I heard it and got familiar with it, I fell in love with the, with the lyrics most of all. So that was definitely a standout. And uh, it was originally, funny enough, it was supposed to be kind of a, an acoustic track. We were going to kind of do it as a giveaway track for people. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more we started spending time on it and adding instruments and started doing more production, the more it became, you know, a full song. So it really turned into something beautiful. It is beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. So again, we're going to take a little pause as we let all of our listeners around the country hear this part of your voice as you sing for us now, Come Thou Font of Every Blessing. Yeah. 
Let thy goodness like a fetter bind my wandering heart to thee. Prone to instrumentation. I'm, I'm glad that it wasn't a giveaway. <laughs> it really, it, yeah, oh my goodness. I, I want to hear you sing this one live. I really do. It's, uh, it really shares your voice. And there, you know what I, I like about the way that you are having your music produced is your voice shines, but so do all of the instruments. It's really a nice mix. Yeah. Yeah. And again, not to not to uh, beat a dead horse, but again, it, it all came down to um, really um, relying on a community of, of musicians. So again, the community word. Um, so that, I think that was one of the coolest experiences of recording this record was we got musicians from all over Chicago, a couple churches in the area. Just any resource we could, we got just a bunch of people to come in the studio and offer their gifts. Mm. They kind of watched that unfold. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a really beautiful thing. So again, even even the production process of the album was really hidden hard um the, the idea of community and church and ministry that's beautiful and honestly that's taking us to the next song live out loud <laughs> live oh. out loud i love this i love it it's great tell us about this one live out, live out loud oh man i think this is the hardest one to, to kind of explain um it's more of just a feeling song i, I guess the way we approach it the way i approach it when writing it how does how does being filled with the Holy Spirit make you feel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, and how does that change you and, and your outlook on life? I think a lot of times we get caught up in a lot of the, the mess that happens in our life. We all have storms. I touched on that in a couple other songs. But Live Out Loud is all about kind of just rejoicing and celebrating the fact that we are you know on fire for the Holy Spirit by our confirmation and baptism. We're filled with that, and, it, and it's just uh, a song to encourage people to 
trying to live a life that reflects that, you know, reflects the fact that we're filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, listeners, I'm going to challenge you today, as so many times I'm challenged by one of the pastors in my home parish here in Scottsdale, find your baptism date. If you don't know what it is already, that's your homework for today is to find your baptism date. And then as we listen to this song from Matthias, realizing that great initiation and baptism and confirmation, how we are inspired by and live in the grace of the Holy Spirit. So let's take a few minutes as we hear him sing this one for us now. Live out loud.
Very, very nice. Very nice. And, and it does really share all of those gifts of the, of the musicians who have brought their gifts to this as well. And it's that tie together between the gifts of the Holy Spirit and how we hear that addressed to us by St. Paul, that every part of the body is part of the body of Christ and the Holy Spirit dwelling in us allows us to move. It's, it's beautiful. Mm-mm-mm. Well, if we are um, going to have you come to our parish, what does that look like? Tell the listeners around the country, what does it look like when you come to a parish, and what kind of gifts do you bring with the music and your ministry? Sure, sure. Yeah, it varies. You know, I do a lot of the traveling I do. Um, I go and play and provide music for a lot of conferences and retreats, just the generic house band or worship leader um, leading an adoration. But when I come to a parish to, to host a concert or a, a worship night, uh, which is one of my favorite things to do, when we do tour dates, that's that's kind of what we're aiming for, to kind of have parishes or, or churches or schools host that kind of event. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I really use it as an opportunity. Right, up, right from the get-go, I tell people, you might have come here expecting to, to sit and watch a concert instead of sit and watch a, uh, an artist perform and inspire you that way, but... What I'm all about is really leading and teaching uh, a congregation and community to sing together and try to facilitate the really amazing, beautiful experience of lifting all of our voices together. You know, uh, I've been doing this full time for, I guess, about four years, and I'm always amazed with the amount of healing and the amount of strength that can come from uh, just one night of a church community that might not even be super familiar with each other. It might not be a super close church community, but the act of singing together. Mm-hmm. And uh, the act of, you know, worshiping through song is something I think every community really needs to experience, um, and every church community really needs to experience. So coming in um, and doing my concerts and worship nights and stuff like that, we really, really uh, focus on that aspect of it, trying to encourage community worship and commu- uh, encourage um, congregational participation. Oh, that's beautiful. Actively participating in the liturgy and outside of the liturgy, so that when we come together, we are truly a voice. And, you know, that I think you have set up perfectly the next song, which is Song of Grace, because isn't that really what happens, that grace that happens through the music? Yes, yes, mm. absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Song of Grace is probably, that, that was the first song uh, that we that we did on my record. We actually released it as a single, and it kind of uh, encompasses the heart of my music ministry, mm-hmm. um, and music ministry in general, I think, and that Song of Grace came from uh, a very broken place, and it kind of really explains uh, that brokenness, and it, it and it takes you through how grace can kind of transform that. And the phrase "song of grace" kind of echoes that you know, singing, singing praises, and singing worship you know, offers so much healing um, mm-hmm. and so much. Uh, there's so much power behind it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, song of grace kind of encompasses that theme. Wow. Well, listeners, as you are contemplating today, how do we bring Matthias to our community? Let's take a few minutes as he sings the song, Song of Grace. When me fall on you, when I am weak, when the world is brought me to my knees, there's nothing that this voice can speak. These tears are my surrender I've built a house on broken ground Oh ashes, ashes, it all falls down My walls are shattered at the sound Of my father calling me home 
Father, wash my red hands Make them pure like you are, O Lord I love you I surrender everything Yes, I love you Lord, I give you all my being And when I stand in between you And the path I'm supposed to choose Wake me up and knock me down Let the song of grace resound I don't Well, if you've just joined us today on We Sing Our Faith, I am your host, Catholic recording artist and inspirational speaker, Julie Carrick. And for information on how to learn more about Matthias and all of the artists that we share each and every week on the program, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org. That's the website. And of course, the toll-free number is one 888 and to go to Matthias' site directly, you can visit www.mmichaelmusic.com. That is M for Matthias, michaelmusic.com. And of course, we will have a link at We Sing Our Faith to take you there directly as well. 
And now, Matthias, we're going to continue, as you mentioned, that that beautiful tie together of traditional music, inviting people to participate, and then having an experience that goes beyond simply music, but drawing together that participation. I want to go to the song that you mentioned, How Great Thou Art. Why that one in particular from the traditional hymns? To be honest, I think the original reason I picked it was just because it was so familiar. And I think people are more willing to open up and raise their voice, uh, or lift their voice, when they're presented with a song that you know they've heard maybe growing up, or a song they heard in church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I tried to just really put a new fresh take on it, because again, like just like I said with uh, Come Thou Found, and as is the case with a lot of old hymns, the content of the lyrics is, and the, just the substance of the lyrics is amazing. Such amazing poetry, and I think we forget that when we when we're so used to kind of hearing slow dredge march versions of these beautiful hymns. <laughs> so my my attempt to, to kind of revive them, you know, that's kind of what what happened on the album there. Nice, nice. Well, listeners, I know you know this one, and we might as well practice right now for the time that we'll have Matthias come to our community because he's going to sing for us now. How great thou art! And I invite you to listen, but also wherever you are, sing along with him today. This incredible poetic lyric that honors God in such a powerful way. Let's hear now How Great Thou Art. Oh Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. Sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. 
shall come with shouts of acclamation and take me home. What joy shall fill my heart? Very nice. I like the rhythm in how you sang this one. It, it truly lets your your temperament and your ability to shine into the song. But it doesn't make it so different that it's almost, um, sometimes when people take such liberty with the song, you almost lose the integrity of it. But you right. have a nice balance with that on this song. I really, really like this one. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Now tell us a little bit more about your family. Are you single? What is your age? Tell us a little bit about where you live. Uh, you're, you're near, um, Baltimore. You're in Maryland, just north of, sure, of Baltimore. Yeah. I, yeah. I live in, in one of my favorite places in the world. I, I live right, uh, right on the Chesapeake Bay, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Right where the Susquehanna River meets the Chesapeake Bay. The river is pretty much in my backyard. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I live, um, I live right between, uh, Baltimore and Philadelphia. I've got, uh, or two siblings, and one of three. Um, there's an older sister who um, just got married, so that's exciting. Um, and I have a younger brother who's graduated high school this year. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I grew up in a very active uh, Catholic family. Faith was always number one, always during home, very active in uh, local parishes and youth groups. I had parents that were active youth ministers for a while. So I was really kind of brought up really well in the faith. That's uh, awesome. Really fortunate in that sense. That is awesome. You know, our, our parish, again, they, I like to, when I'm home in Arizona, which is not all that often, but when I have the opportunity to be in my home parish, I love the programs that they introduce there. And one of them is called Strong Catholic Families, Strong Catholic Youth. And what you just said about your family totally echoes what this, um, what this group teaches, that when we are raised up in the faith, you are more likely to live your faith as a young person and then pass on your faith to your um, next generation. And so thank you for yeah, being a yeah. living witness of that. It's beautiful. Absolutely, 100%. And uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm really blessed. I know a lot of people are, don't get the opportunity to have you know, that constant witness in their life like I did with my parents. So I, I try and take that and Again, yeah, in ministry, just use it, use it as a, as a stronghold. You know, I still, I still go back to my parents when I have questions or when I'm unsure about something or I'm, I'm trying to figure out, you know, a direction I'm supposed to take. You know, there's, there's still a very constant mm-hmm. source of encouragement and guidance. So that's awesome. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, now I want to go to the next song. And this one, you know, it's funny. When I find my favorites throughout different records of different artists, in yours, it was kind of hard to pick a favorite. <laughs> um, I really do like the the different stylings. And, and as I said, you have a very unique, you are a Matthias voice. You're, you're not anyone else. But the song, You're What I Need, this song really spoke to me. Um, I really, really like this one. Tell our listeners, uh, tell us about this one. Yeah, you're what I need. This song, I think, it came from the same kind of part of my heart that Song of Grace did. It was written around the same time. It was towards the end of my uh, year at Mount St. Mary's University uh, before I started doing music ministry full-time. And it was kind of a, like I mentioned before, we all have our, our, our peaks and our valleys, and it was probably the lowest valley I had ever experienced in my life. Mm. Uh, Mm-hmm. Um, I was being really, uh, my faith was really tested. Um, I was away at college that year, and I, I really, a lot of times, more often than not, um, when I was having these internal struggles, I'd find myself um, in the chapel late at night in front of the piano, just filling my heart out. And um, 
you're what I need was really, really uh, a fruit of that. It was kind of a point in my life where I really felt, I knew God was there, but mm-hmm. I didn't really hear him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And I was kind of frustrated, and I knew that his presence in my life is what I needed to kind of um, remedy all this, this pain and turmoil, but I had a lot of trouble kind of connecting with him and hearing, you know, what he had to say to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess the what I need was kind of born out of desperation and frustration, mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as, as bad as that sounds, but... I was desperate. I was desperate to hear the voice of God, but I was frustrated that I couldn't. That was that was kind of my cry out to Him. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's that's pretty much how you're what I need came to be. Wow. Well, you know, it reminds me as you're saying that of times of of whether it's minutes or hours that are spent with our Lord in Eucharistic adoration. I don't know how many times people have said, you know, I go there and I sit and I listen. And you can hear by the the timbre of their voice when there's a peacefulness about him and when they're actually hearing him and when they're sitting there going, Lord, I'm sitting here with you and I need to hear you. And uh, so I get it. I get where that comes from. So before I finish that thought, let's listen to the song and then we're going to come back to this for just a moment. But Ladies and gentlemen, right now, just be blessed with this song as Matthias sings for us, You're What I Need. Why did I think this life was mine? Couldn't find a love of any kind. Consumed in all my selfish pride Into the darkness I was blind You're what I need You're what I Oh, 
couldn't find a love of any kind. I love it. I, I do. I love it. And and maybe that's why this one struck me so so deeply. Um, because there are days when I can go into the chapel, as I was saying, I can sit there and I can so clearly hear his word. And the same goes for being around the house or on the tour bus or wherever I'm at on a given day where you just feel that closeness to God, where you actually hear the voice. And then there are those days where it's almost like we are invited into the dark night of the soul to want right. him deeper. Um, right. Yeah. Right. What and, is, and you mentioned that another big influence in that song at that time, I was doing a lot of reading about and by uh, Mother Teresa, mm-hmm. who had you know, similar problems for very, very long, about three years. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she had no problem saying she just didn't hear the voice of God. Yeah. He, uh, she didn't feel connected with him. She continued to serve him faithfully, which is this beautiful, an amazing witness. But she really had trouble hearing him and, uh, you know, experiencing him in a personal way sometimes. Mm-hmm. I really drew a lot of inspiration from her during the writing of that song as well. Oh, wow. That, that speaks a lot about your heart. It really does. I was just going to ask, you know, what are some of your, your favorite writers or who were your favorite saints? And when you mentioned Mother Teresa, that speaks volumes. It really does. Um, you know, yeah. I, I, yeah. Oh. Especially over the past few years, I've been really fortunate to, uh, I work for a, a summer camp. A worship, I'm a worship leader for a summer camp called Catholic Heart Work Camp. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a service-based camp, so the, the kids that come to these camps, these locations all over the U.S., um, I travel to a, different, a couple different ones. Um, and the whole purpose of these camps are kids from all over the, the United States. Uh, they gather in one community, and they just they do community service. And mm-hmm. they serve the poor. Um, they serve among the least. So, you know, my connection with Mother Teresa and her work among the poor has really strengthened, um, and I've been able to kind of connect with her in that way now that I've experienced, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of the service work and a lot of the self-giving um, that I see from the kids that go to these camps. Wow. Yeah, that is. Well, we are so blessed. We are so blessed by her life. And, and I am blessed today by you sharing about her. So I, I just want to say thank you for that great reminder of her and, and her call to sainthood and how she has encouraged so many people through that quiet obedience, even though she may not have in every, in every moment of her day heard the voice like she had wanted to, her obedience and her patience that she just continued to serve knowing without needing that voice of confirmation, just knowing that she was serving God in the way that she was called. What a great witness. So, uh, well, and best of luck to you as you continue to serve in that way. And uh, please be assured of our prayers, seriously, that uh, as you continue... Yeah, when you continue to grow and develop your ministry, we are we are here to support you with our prayers. And and again, listeners, I want to just encourage you today, before we go to the last song with Matthias, I just really want to encourage you to reach out. Um, every young artist, as they are starting, they, we all need a foothold. We all need to know that when God has called us to this, we need to be able to come to you and to share these gifts. And so I encourage you, if you've not already done so, Bring Matthias to your community. And again, the information to connect you to him will be at WeSingOurFaith.org, WeSingOurFaith.org, or you can go directly to www.mmichaelmusic.com. The letter M, the name Michael, the word music. So mmichaelmusic.com, and you're going to want to bring him to your community. And now, Matthias, for our last song, I Will Never Let Go. Lead us to the top of the hour with this one. What is this song all about? I think this is, the, uh, this is my response to, um, to your what I need. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
like I said, we, we have we have mountains, we have valleys we go through, and you're what I need kind of covered the valley part. But uh, certainly after leaving that, that year of college, when I said I was really having a hard time, I decided to pursue music ministry full-time. And when I did that, when I finally kind of said yes to what God had been calling me to do all along, I've uh, kind of been pushing aside. When I said yes and kind of just reinvited him um, into my life and um, really made as much effort as I could to experience him in the fullest way possible, when I was just open to that, he, res- he responded with, you know, an overwhelming sense of, of, of love, of reassurance. And um, from that, I will never let go is kind of born. Uh, and it's a song about, you know, when you're... I guess uh, as Catholics we can relate. You know, when you think about when you're in adoration, and like you said, uh, you're really just kind of connected. You're really just in the presence of God. You're, you're 100%, you know, face to face with God, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, He's got your back. And it's just probably one of the best feelings in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't ever let go. Kind of tries to capture that um, awesome. and you know, express that feeling. God, this is as good as it gets. Your love is as good as it gets. Um, you know, I can't find anything that could possibly top this. I don't want, ever, ever want this to go away. Oh, that's um, beautiful. And uh, I think I think my favorite part of the song, um, and I think it was probably my favorite part of production, too, is uh, at the end of the song, you can hear the choir kick in um, mm-hmm. with, the, with the bridge part and the counter melody and everything. And that choir is cool. Um, one, uh, a lot of the musicians that played on the record, so they kind of did two things. And two, it was full of... Uh, people that supported me uh, throughout mm-hmm. the years. You know, we invited some people from the record company and families that have supported me with their prayers financially, you know, just a bunch of people that um, really played an integral role in the part of this ministry. Awesome. And to kind of get the music where it's at today. Mm-hmm. And we kind of included them all in that song at the end of it. So that, that was a really, really cool experience to have them all in the studio to sing together. So every time I hear that, it just kind of reminds me of the importance of that. Again, community surrounding you. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Well, to take us to the top of the hour, let's take a listen to Matthias and all those incredible voices of the people that he was just talking about as he sings for us, I Will Never Let Go. I will never know the depths of your love And I will never understand how you see me And even when I lose my way, you pick me When I fall down, you never leave me You're always with me
of your love I will never let go so oh no I will never let go of you Thank you, Matthias, for spending this time with us today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Oh, it's a delight. And listeners, again, go to the website, wesingourfaith.org. We'll have a link there to take you to Matthias. And you know, after chatting with Matthias today, I want to share one of my songs with you. This is one that just speaks my heart when I think about spending time with our Lord, looking into his face, listening to hear him speak. And of course, it's the song, Adoration. So just be blessed as you are listening to the program today, as I get to sing to the Lord, and I get to share this experience with you in this song, Adoration from the Face of God. perfect praise to you to bring a gift of self to offer kneeling here before you now I feel unworthy Lord help me lift my eyes to see to see you looking into me I breathe Jesus Jesus My soul is longing to be near you I see beyond the bread your face Kneeling here before you I see you looking into me Into a heart that longs to love you 
into my arms that need your true embrace into my hearing all my senses into every breath I breathe God bless you and keep you. In your car, at the office, or in your home, we're always here. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Hi, this is Dave, and I hope you are planning to join us for the Summer Speaker Series event on Thursday, August 5th with guest speaker Father John Ricardo. And we are very grateful to the sponsors who are making the event possible, like Sue Locks, a realtor with EXP Realty. If you would like to speak with Sue about buying or selling your next home, you can learn more about her by visiting CatholicRealtorDFW.com or you can call Sue at 817-939-8595. The fall season is not that far away. Mark your calendars because on October 10th, St. Catherine of Siena Parish in Carrollton will be holding its annual Autumn Fest. There will be games like bingo and cakewalk. There will be an auction for prize baskets. 
A car showcase, delicious food, and all sorts of entertainment is also included. It's been a long year, and be sure to stop by and have a good time. For more information, visit stcatherine.org. Your odyssey begins at the University of Dallas, the premier Catholic liberal arts university in Texas. With campuses in Irving and Italy, UD's rigorous core curriculum sets it apart. An education rooted in the great works of Catholic and Western tradition. An education that ennobles and enables students in the pursuit of wisdom, truth, and virtue. Undergraduate, graduate, and certificate programs are available. Start your college odyssey at the University of Dallas today. Go to udallas.edu to learn more. I'll bet you know by now that Amazon Smile is a great way to support your favorite charity. And supporting the Guadalupe Radio Network while you shop is easy. Step one, just start off at smile.amazon.com. Step two, choose La Promesa Foundation as your charity. La Promesa Foundation is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio Network. And step three, enjoy your shopping. Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase to the La Promesa Foundation, and it doesn't cost you any extra. La Promesa Foundation and Guadalupe Radio Network, thank you. Hi, this is Erin Brown, the creator of TrueNorthReading.com and Aquinas Writing Advantage, the middle and high school writing program with HomeschoolConnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider and a sponsor of this station. Come meet with me and fellow students online for live and recorded courses, or join in courses like Apologetics with Tim Staples, or Literature with Joseph Pierce, or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com. It's Catholic online learning available for your family today. KATH 910 AM 